it makes it fun and it also opens up those lessons like yeah they say that you can learn something from anybody right you can learn just as much from the janitor as you can learn from the ceo Mm -hmm. relationships bring bring learning experiences like any encounter can like you said can bring an ex- a learning experience so yeah that's that's very true with that being said what have you learned from Dirk what is the biggest lesson you've taken away you know within the short period of time to connect with your audience that's super important um not only to to do music for yourself but to also connect with others because those are going to be the people who are going to ride with you and you know show up for you and be there at shows and like cd signings and like you know that sort of thing so yeah just to connect with with your audience and your fans this is sad boy radio all right everybody welcome back to sad boy radio i'm your host matt and today we got a very special guest signed to otf go ahead and introduce yourself hello everyone my name is sydney august Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you for coming through. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Man, it was kind of an adventure to get her here. I had to go into the comment sections. Read my DMs. <laughs> I'll your DMs. I had to resend the same DM, but, you know, we made it happen. We and happen. that's the part of being the host, right? Having to reach out to people. But I really appreciate you of coming course. through. Yeah, and thank you for having me. Of course. I feel like it's going to be a really good conversation. Yeah, I'm excited. Go ahead and give yourself a quick introduction. Okay. Um, well, like I said, my name is Sydney, Chicago, born and raised, Northside. Um, been doing music pretty much as long as I can remember. Um, yeah, no, it's it's pretty fun to to be able to meet different people, you know, around the city. So I'm glad to be here and supporting you and Savoy Radio. So thank you. I appreciate it. Finally yeah. got another North Sider over Woo. here, man. <laughs> uh, I've been going through the South Side. I was at a uh, Twisted the other day and kika this dj he's like yeah the south side like man they don't have what you're doing and like we really appreciate it i'm like damn i'm not even from south side but i'll take it (laughs) but i'll take it put on for the city for sure we got a lot we're gonna talk about guys make sure you don't miss it go ahead like comment and subscribe we're gonna talk about girls weekend and how you know how she got signed to little dirt (laughs) purpose in life man oh man that's what we talked about i always you know hit people with the question Mm. what has been weighing on your mind heavily and i feel like that's such a heavy question because a lot of people it's it's a scary question to answer to be honest because here's this person you don't know at all just like tell me your deepest secret right now (laughs) (laughs) who hurt you type shit (laughs) it's complicated and everybody has a different answer yeah i was just talking to my homies yesterday we were at a hookah lounge and i asked them i'm like what do you want out of life it's one of those questions that really weighs heavy on a lot of people, at least to me, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm a deep thinker. I always think that there's a deeper meaning to everything. If somebody hits you up at this exact time on this exact day, that meant something. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I mean, I feel like everyone says, oh, everything happens for a reason. But it's like, that's so true. Like, the universe has no coincidences, like the universe has a (laughs) universal plan like it's so wild like this is meant to happen like we're all here to to kind of find our purpose in life one and while finding that doing what we love and and i mean okay 
I don't know. I don't know my my purpose in life yet. I'm still figuring it out. But <laughs> I believe that love is a main driver for me, like finding that thing that you love to do, because once you find that, it's like you're unstoppable. And once you have that, it's like that's where your joy is. And that's that's life. Like love is life. <laughs> so that's that's what I find most important in finding your purpose. And that shows a lot in your music, for sure. Oh yeah. Uh, the top, <laughs> the topic of love. We're definitely, yeah. we're definitely gonna get into it more. What I wanted to ask you real quick was, well, you answered the first question. What, okay. it, what do you believe is the purpose in life? But how do you feel like the purpose, your purpose in life, has changed throughout the course of, you know, this musical journey? A good example I had was August Alsina, right? Okay. I don't know if you listen to August Alsina, but when he was first blowing up, he made this song called Rich, and he says. Mm -hmm. I want to be rich. I want a house on the hill and a boat by the lake. And most of all, I want to get paid. Mm. And now his life has really transitioned to just seeking peace and seeking being healthy. He's dealt with degenerative eye disease. He's dealt with his brother dying, his sister-in-law dying. So now he took in his three nieces as his own kids. So seeking that peace and health. And throughout that journey of life and that musical journey, it's like, that purpose in life is going to change. I think it is ever-changing. I mean, I feel like a lot of people, once they get something that they want, they're always going to want more. Like, there's always more and more. And, and most of the time, it's like a materialistic thing. But finding that peace, I feel like that's that real joy and spark to life. Um, and I feel like that's only something that you can find yourself. Like, you have to find it within yourself. You can't really find it outside or ex from, like, external places. Um, so that, I mean, that that's really interesting that you um, that you say that with August. I didn't know. I don't really know anything about it. You just <laughs> know the it. entanglements, don't you? Oh, boy. <laughs> I took that example because I feel like, like you said, the purpose in life is ever-changing, and your idea of what it's going to be is always going to change because of the different circumstances you face in life. Mm -hmm. You've had a crazy journey already just being, what was it, 23? I'm 24. You're 24? I'm 24. My bad. 24, <laughs> no, <you're> right? <laughs> being 24, you've already had a crazy journey. Yeah. And there's still so much more to go. Like I said, like, there's always more to achieve. Like, you can never be satisfied, really. I mean, I guess it just depends on who you are and your perspective and, you know, where you are in life. But, yeah, I don't know. There's so much more in this world that needs to be explored, needs to be, like, thought of, like, needs to be talked about. What's one of those things that you feel isn't talked about enough? Oh, man. How important love is and sharing love and showing love um i feel like that's one of the things that the world's lacking uh that the city's lacking um just love that's literally the answer to a lot of our problems <laughs> you know and you talked about it in your interview with vocalo right that you want to work with a lot more chicago artists because a lot of people kind of stray away from that yeah your first introduction was working with a lot of chicago artists right yeah i think in the article you talked about working with i'm not if, sure if it was working with saba oh no i, I that would be crazy though no I've, I've never met him i i just like was introduced to him it was probably 2016 that's when i was really or maybe it was before that 2015 around that time 
Um, that's when I was introduced to the music scene, like the underground, you know, Chicago scene and getting to know all these artists, different artists, uh, different genres, and just like kind of emerging into that show life and performance in front of like all these different artists. Um, yeah, I mean, Chicago, I feel like a lot of us are kind of straying away from helping each other or putting each other on and stuff. We're all We're all kind of like... I'm going to get it on my own and that sort of mentality. So I feel like it's important to work together and, and help motivate people and bring each other together. <laughs> you know, what made you adopt that mentality, though? Because if that's the mentality that's already been established, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of the norm. It might be like personal experience. I don't know. Like I, I would like if someone helped me. So I like helping someone out you know like that sort of thing um so that's why i like to do what i can and and definitely help put people on for sure because i would like that you know like reciprocation a little bit <laughs> what is it you look for when you're going to work with somebody it's a good question you can put on the people that are smaller but if they don't have that work ethic or they don't have anything to show for what they're doing work ethic is important also just like maintaining that energy and having a good energy and not only wanting to be put on just for, like, clout. Like, you have to bring some passion in there as well. Like, if I'm going to have a session with someone, I like to have small sessions if I'm, you know, going to record. So if I'm going to be working with this person, like, I need to be able to feel something and, and be able to be open with someone and not, like, kind of closed off. Because then my mental, like, my, my mindset is just going to be, like shut off because I don't I don't feel that energy with that person so it's important to have you know that uh what's the word uh chemistry with someone because that will bring that'll bring the creativity to a more like flowing state it makes it more comfortable yeah especially, exactly especially when you're in an environment where it's you not forced and you have to be vulnerable especially with music I mean with my well I'm, I don't know with my genre like I like to be vulnerable and deep or uh, dig deep into those feelings of love and like what am i really trying to say how can i make you feel how can i make you feel <laughs> she'd be a sad boy for real uh, yeah you know <laughs> i wanted to come back to the idea of that perspective on how life changes right in your interview with lemonade lemonade stand right yeah 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 in your interview with lemonade stand you say i want to see where my path takes me that you didn't have like a real solid direction, right? That interview was almost, was over a year ago now. It was, yeah, it was a while ago, yeah. So how has your mentality changed from when you said that? I I mean, I still agree with myself. You can try to schedule and plan a lot of your life, but like something's always gonna come up. Um, and I like to just take it day by day and see where, where the path takes me next. Like as much as you can try to schedule something like, not everything's gonna go your way like you know there's gonna be some obstacles to to throw you off course but you know that's part of the process like that's that's literally the universe you know doing its thing like it's not always gonna be easy and she said i'm gonna write about it anyways I'm like, you know give some inspiration <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do yeah i've come to the realization that life is kind of it's about the little things in life right it's about the simple things. Usher said it. It's the simple things in life you forget. Yeah. And I feel like that's one of the most true statements. You really forget about the journey a lot of the time. You focus on the end result and you get the end result. And then you expect so much more like, 
yeah that's that's a whole other mentality that i try not to have like i don't i don't want to have like expectations like if i'm going into a situation i don't really want to expect one thing because then it just i could just ruin my whole it could just throw me off like just expecting something and then it's not how you turned out and then you're you're sitting there feeling all blech. What's one of those situations that that's happened to you? So as an independent artist, like, you have the freedom to to do something, like, your way. And then you're expecting, like, oh, this, this is the one, this is that hit, this is that song. And you have all that belief. And then once it's out, it's like... The numbers aren't there. <laughs> I don't know. It was probably a bad. It's a good example from an artist's standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. Because not everybody's going to understand that situation. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's the situation with a lot of things. I was explaining to my friends yesterday. Once you get to a certain point, people start to... Like, yes, you want people to know you for what you do. But you also want them to know you for the person you are, right? And they didn't really understand that. They're like oh, well, you want people to know you. You want to be big, don't you? So why does it matter if they know who you are? But that's like, you got to, personality is important now. Come on. <laughs> but as people who don't create, they don't understand that. Mm. You just look at they just see a whole surface, like a surface level. You just see it as, oh, you're going to be big. You're going to have this, this, and that. But what about those intimate connections that you lose throughout the way because you've isolated yourself? That's true. And those new people that come into your life, they don't care about who you are. They care about what you're doing. Yeah, that's true. The one question I wanted to ask you was, who hurt you, bro? (laughs) That whole album, that whole Miss August album, it definitely sounds like you were going through it. Man, not the projects before that. I have some hurtful stuff before before Miss August. I feel like Miss August, I mean, it also uh, is kind of a balance, I guess. Like, it has that love and then hurtful stuff. But tune into my other stuff because that's some real sad boy radio. I'm going to definitely check it out. Yeah. I went back to the first full-length album. I checked out, you know, how does it feel, obviously, yeah, yeah. your latest song. But I really focused in on the Miss August album, and even the song was uh, Be My Lover, right? You say, let me get this out. I feel like you don't love me. I try to let you know, but you just ignore me. Yeah. And then you go on with the second part of that, you know, if you're comfortable. Go ahead and talk about that situation and what inspired really a lot of the songs on that album because it sounds like it's a similar situation for most of the songs. That's interesting. No, I actually produced that one. Um, Yeah, no, I feel like not only can I get inspired by my situations, I can also get inspired from external relationships and situations. So I was talking to someone and they were just expressing like how they feel in that relationship. And I'm like, wow, like that, like I can feel that. Like, and I'm like, I am an artist. <laughs> so I was like, let, cause like after transferring all that energy, I'm like, dang, like I need to get that out. Like just, just that feeling weighing weighing over me and and that relationship that I have with that person like that was that's a special bond that I have with that person so hearing that come from them it's like 
knowing that you feel this way like that that hurts me so i i just took that situation and and um took that perspective and and that's the song that's the song that i came came with and then there was the other one bang that's an interesting one i was kind of doing a little bit of wordplay which i feel like might have been not like the first time that i've done something like that but off the top of my head the first time that i kind of did some wordplay in the hook um I'm not gonna like sing it all right now, but you can go listen to it. <laughs> you gotta do the freestyle and give nope. us a verse. <laughs> nope. I feel like also instrumentals can put you in that sort of mood and and inspire what you write. Um, so I think with that one, it was kind of like a. It had this um, beat that it, it looks like this. This is what it sounds like, <laughs> um, but it was kind of like mysterious. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't really have much to say about that song. I don't know. I don't really like to explain my songs. How? Because if you're listening to it, like it can resonate with with everyone differently. And I'm like, I just kind of made it just to get myself. I don't know. Just like kind of get it out my head. Like get it out of my feels and just express it essentially like therapy like i'm just getting it out now i'm onto the onto the next feeling that's one of my favorite things when i talk to an artist right is uh, is understanding the story behind the song but i it's one of those things that it's like when you have to go into detail about it, it's like never mind i don't i don't want to talk i mean cuz all the songs are inspired by like a particular event in some or situation whatever and like I don't know, sometimes I don't like to recall, you know, those situations. Or I'm in like such a better place now from when I made that song. So it's like thinking about like putting myself back into that time. It's like I don't even want to put my energy into that. I mean, that was two years ago. So it was a while yeah. ago. So forever a and a half change. ago. Yeah. <laughs> so then let's talk about your newest song, right? How does it feel since yeah. that's more so? where it seems you're at now. So I created that song in Atlanta. Um, it was a fun session. Um, it was like towards the end of the night, there were four producers that pulled through, uh, Dre, Zerus, Soulful, and um, Bezo, And they all collaborated on the song. I, I stepped out for a little bit and that guitar, the nee nee, <laughs> that when I came back in the studio, that was the first thing I heard, and I was like, "Ooh, that's a hit." And so, yeah, um, there was a there was a songwriter that I worked with. Um, his name's Jason, and and it was cool because he opened me up to a whole different process with creating and recording. Um, he went into the booth and kind of like freestyled in a sense, but with melodies, and it's it's um the method that I kind of go to now that I, you know, get into my sessions, like I'll go into the, into the booth and kind of freestyle some melodies and then come out and then put some words to it. So I kind of adopted that from Jason. Um, so yeah, he like, he came up with the hook and, you know, kind of mumbled some melodies here and there. And then when I got back to Chicago, I recorded it in my room and um, sent it to Castle, and he mixed it, and 
you know that was that so it was a it was a giant collaborative process like like a lot of the songs that you know i make um so it was cool seeing the different processes in atlanta and and kind of adopting that for out here so it was fun it was real fun they're real collaborative in atlanta really yeah really (laughs) like how so these sessions like one guy will be on the computer with their headphones like cooking and then this guy over here he's like in the session like you know um actually working on what's being uh done in the studio and then uh just like on to the next they're just like really they're real quick and like they get things done and so it was inspiring you know just seeing that and and I'm blessed to to have that experience you know and being able to bring my team out there as well and experience that how do you feel like that experience helped you grow as an artist yeah, no, it was definitely eye-opening. Um, I think that it helped me grow as an artist to how I uh, record and how I approach sessions. Um, just because the fast-paced environment, like, I like to take my time and, you know, really cultivate what I'm saying. But um, getting sessions, like, we're just quick to, to produce something and then lay something down whether we finish it or not, like, we're then on to the next song. So I feel like I kind of learned that from Atlanta. Um, But if I'm recording in my room, like, I take my time. Like, I'm going to finish that song in, like, a couple hours and, like, do all my layering, all my harmonies. Like, I do all that in one sitting. So it's definitely different recording in my room versus being at Coda or, like, in the studio with other people. Explain that process for a singer, you know, with – a rapper it's kind of easier right yeah you could say that yeah. they lay their verse then they do the in and outs and you know the ad-libs yeah. that's about it with singers you got to do all the layering the harmonies depending on like what type of singer or or artist or genre you're trying to to do like for me with r&b like um just listening to r&b you have a lot of harmonies and a lot of like background vocals that can act as instruments to help kind of make the song sound full um so and i just like sonically i just like how that sounds like it sounds complete like um so when i'm in my room i like to you know add doubles so i do like four probably four uh doubles and then depending on what part of the song i'm at Ugh, i'm so bad at explaining um and then like adding harmonies harmonies are my favorite uh, you gotta pan them. I like to pan them so that they kind of come from all directions. Um, what else do I like to do? Oh yeah, ad libs like pocket vocals. Those are cool. Like if I'm doing kind of like a echo effect, um, like repeating a line from like the verse or whatever slow or not slowly, like in that pocket. I don't know. It's just like fun. It's like experimenting, like just trying stuff out. It's a fun process. It's completely different. It's so different from rappers. Uh, yeah. This should be blowing my mind when I'm sitting there listening to, you know, like a song like yours. I'm like, damn, you know how much time this shit took? Yeah. I mean, it's a process. It's, But I love doing it. Like, it's that journey. And you got to life. You literally are doing the journey. So <laughs> you got to love what you do, your creative process. Do you feel like you genuinely love what you do? I do love what I do um 
it is quicker when I do it myself because I have a vision in my head and I'm like, okay, so I'm gonna do the pocket vocals there, I'm gonna do the harmonies here, blah 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 blah. Um, and that's fun to me. Like creating it is fun to me. And then the outcome, like we were talking about earlier, like that's something else. Like you can't be fixed or like set on the outcome. You're like a very go with the flow type person. I don't know. I don't know what like triggered me to be like this, but yes, I am. One thing you did mention in the Lemonade Stand interview was that you felt like Miss August was the closing of a chapter for you. Mm. So go ahead and explain that a little bit. Yeah, no, I think when I what I meant by that was um, that was the first full length like album. I consider that like my first debut album um, in my independent career. And before signing, um, I felt like that sort of closed the chapter, that that album closed the chapter to like that independence in that time um, because of this new opportunity that had came up. So yeah, I mean, I stick by that. Um, I feel like in life you're gonna come or pass through different chapters and that's just how I was feeling and still feel from that time yeah so looking back on that moment how do you feel about that just like that time in your life kind of you know uh, obviously you said it was yeah. kind of it's one of those yeah. things that you don't want to put yourself back in that situation but i feel like when you close chapters in your life it's such a pivotal moment that you're always going to remember that feeling even once it's you know 20 years later maybe i feel like it was also just closing the chapter because i was also that was my last year of college and so creating that album was during the time when the pandemic kind of hit and it was just a whole bunch of changes and shifts and um but I mean musically like that just closed it closed the chapter to like that era of of independence because you know just just the opportunities that came uh, after that and then yeah graduation I mean like that was cool and all. <laughs> Graduating in my living room. It was, but it was just a little cool, you know. Yeah, you know, I got that little degree or whatever. <laughs> so then with OTF, go ahead and talk about how the opportunity came about. I know you said that it was like you posted a story and yeah. little Derek reached out. I was on campus. Uh, so I was in Kansas. It was my birthday. <laughs> and, um, you know, on your birthday, your friends are going to post videos of you and pictures. And so Castle, my engineer, shout out Castle. Um, he posted a video of me like rapping some Dirk song. And so I reposted and I tag him and of course he sees it. And then he like reached out to me, he DM'd me, um, asked if I was signed and he was really liking my music and um I was like, No, I'm not signed, I'm independent. And um yeah, I mean that's that's just sort of how it started. So then what was the process like to get to that part of being signed? Because obviously it didn't happen overnight, right? Mm -hmm, no. And you explained that you like to have that chemistry before you even, you know, take that next step with other artists. Yeah, it took a while. I mean, but that's part of the process. Like, it's not going to happen overnight. You have to get experience. You have to go through things, um, kind of reach different milestones. Um, but, yeah, no, it was... I appreciated it because just as a Chicago artist, like, and him being a Chicago artist um, and knowing his journey, um, it was, I was, like, definitely speechless. I mean, it's still kind of crazy to think about. I am the only 
female artist on OTF, which a lot of people probably wouldn't expect, let alone an R&B singer. Like, who's this chick? <laughs> um, but I don't know. I just see it as, like, Chicago artists, even though it might be kind of deeper than that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm grateful, though, because I'm still on my journey to wherever the universe is taking me you know this path (laughs) stuff like we talked about um yeah no i don't know i feel like this is just another opportunity on my musical journey what was it like working with him on love you yeah he uh he texted me the song with the open verse and i i mean as soon as i heard the instrumental i was like ooh, i can feel that so it's funny because let me think i wrote I wrote the verse probably like twice, like two or three different versions. And then I recorded it in my room and then sent it back to him. And then they like flew me out to Atlanta because <laughs> it didn't make the cut. So um, got a session uh, with Jason who helped write How Does It Feel? And we kind of just chopped it up and like talk, we talked. And um, we, we, came up with with the verse from what we were talking about and um and Dirk liked that verse so that's you know what we came up with um so yeah it was it was unexpected though because I didn't know it was going to be on the deluxe um until like closer to the release date so I was like "Ooh, this is surreal like whoa i'm on a dirk deluxe album no big deal like you know we got a little baby on there like <laughs> it was it was crazy like it's still it's still surreal but you know i'm blessed so i get this like feeling from you that you feel like you still have a lot to prove i'm glad you I'm getting you're receptive man right i got a lot yeah no it's just like man my team and i we've been working <laughs> we've been working a lot so we're we're just you know, going with with the journey and seeing where it takes us. And um, I don't know. I'm just blessed to be able to be working with the people that I am because we all have something to prove and we all bring something different to the table. Um, And I'm just, yeah, I'm excited to see what's in store for us and, and just I'm excited for the journey. What is that chip that you feel you have on your shoulder? You see a chip on my shoulder? No, <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just very confident in in myself and what I can bring to the world musically and I don't know, uh, as a person, I guess. <laughs> I love music and I love the feelings that it can bring and and the love you can get from it. And I just want to share that. I want to share that. Um, and also like meet people who also share that passion and and get to know them and work with them um and just learn like learn from different people like their processes and stuff Mm. yeah i definitely feel like that's the most important thing is working with people who are just as passionate about what they do as you are right it makes it fun yeah it makes it fun and it also opens up those lessons like yeah they say that you can learn something from anybody right you can learn just as much from the janitor as you can learn from the CEO. Mm-hmm. Relationships bring bring learning experiences. Like a- any encounter can, like you said, can bring 
an ex- a learning experience. So yeah, that's that's very true. With that being said, what have you learned from Dirk? What is the biggest lesson you've taken away? You know, within the short period of time. To connect with your audience, that's super important. Um, not only to to do music for yourself, but to also connect with others because those are going to be the people who are going to ride with you and you know show up for you and be there at shows and like cd signings and like you know that sort of thing so yeah just to connect with with your audience and your fans you make love songs and heartbreak songs so definitely everybody's connected everyone's gonna be feeling a little bit yeah (laughs) that's about all the questions i have for you honestly uh i appreciate you coming through yeah thank you for picking my brain i needed this of course no i really appreciate it i think that uh the conversation was really smooth and you were very open Uh, i appreciate it because i think that it's a very hard thing for people to do just be able to have that conversation especially when the questions aren't necessarily the most comfortable questions you know yes sir took you back to uh the heartbreak season you really took me there man (laughs) but it's fine it's life huh (laughs) hey those are your experiences and those experiences make you who you are exactly love that you i'm with you this is what i wanted to close out with i didn't want to talk too much about otf just because you know this is about you it's about me man who's this that's me (laughs) the last question i do want to close out with then is because you know you are signed what does that mean for you what does otf stand for for you Ooh, that's a good question um it's definitely a shift in uh Biz, like business wise um but artistry like the creation i don't think it really changed that that process um i think it opened up opportunities for me to work with artists that i would have never known or have been yeah like <laughs> just like travel wise like going to atlanta going to la shooting videos and you know meeting all these dope people and creatives like I think that they definitely opened a door for me. Um, and I'm just excited to put out this music that that we've been stacking up on and for you to hear it and all that. We're waiting on it. Yes, sir. <laughs> Go ahead and plug it real quick. Go ahead and let them know what you're up to. Yeah, so, I mean, if you don't know me by now, like, I'm Sydney August. Um, you can follow me on all socials. Maybe follow me on TikTok. I might be posting a little bit more, but we don't know. Um, do her challenge. <laughs> yeah, do my challenge. Come on, come with the verse. Um, but I got music on the way. I got some projects I'm working on and and videos. So stay tuned. SydneyAugust.com. You can find me there. And I'll see you there. Thank you once again Thank for coming you. through. That's going to be it today, guys. Thank you for watching. Make sure you go ahead, like, comment, and subscribe. Sad boys for real. Peace out. This is Sad Boy Radio.